So today you may look at your account and feel like I don't have enough to invest. And hopefully after listening to this podcast, you'll know, okay, yeah, I can do this. I can start investing. What if I told you that you could live the life of your dreams? What if I told you that you learn a lot in high school and some of it's helpful, but none of it really prepares you for the real world? Where do you learn how to start your own business, how to pick a career, how to grow and excel by doing what you love and not what you were told, how to pay taxes and invest, who teaches you how to win with your money and live your best life in the process? I do. You're listening to Mia Reveals. What's up, beautiful people? What's going on? I know we're a little off schedule this week. There's um, actually a lot going on for me right now between work, family under the weather, myself. I had an appointment earlier today, actually, but I just want to jump right into it. Recently, I had the opportunity to attend a work training taught by an expert in our field, and I got the chance to talk to her on a one-on-one basis, just get to know her a little bit. She shared that she was over 70, and if you know me, I'm not very talkative. Like, okay, if you know me, then I am talkative, but if you don't know me, I'm not very talkative. In new situations, around new people, I like to listen. I'm very inquisitive. I'll ask questions all day, but I'm not very talkative on myself. I like to learn. I like to know things. And I found out that she was actually retired from her career, which shouldn't have come as much as of a surprise um, given her age. But I just had to know if you're retired, what are you doing now? Because clearly she's still working, but she was sought after. They came after her. She's, like I said, an expert in our field, and they just wanted her back in the business. They met all of her terms, and so she just does what she does. She's loving it. I have to be honest. Um, looking at her, she reminded me a lot of myself. Like I could see myself doing something like that. But then at the same time, when I just sat down and thought about it, I was like, Mia, at 70, do you really want to be working? Yeah, I could see myself doing that. But do I really? Like, is that something that I really want to be able to say that I'm doing at 70? Like I said, I'm pretty sure she doesn't have to be working. I'm, she's only doing this because she wants to. She loves to work. She loves to do what she does. Like I said, very much like myself. But at the same time, I just... I don't know, guys. Like, I just, I want to be more along the lines of in the next couple of years, having the option of if I want to work, I'll work. But if I don't want to work, I don't have to. I just know it's a different type of feeling to walk into the office knowing that I'm only here because I want to be, you know? Like, I don't have to be here. So who going to check me, boo? But that's why we are knee deep into the investing crash course. I want to make sure that we all have the tools to allow us to build the kind of wealth to give us those options. We have covered a lot of the basics. Not all, I'm sure. I know that I could come up with a few more if I sat down and really thought about it. But we have discussed a good bit about investing in the stock market, the benefits, the ways to make money, what to look out for. But in this episode, I want to cover the how. Teaching is fun. I love to teach anything on the topic of, you know, financial literacy and financial management. And I've been doing a lot of just teaching what investing in the market is but today i want to jump more into the how this is what's really fun for me like 
really letting you guys know that this topic of investing is not theoretical. This can be your life. It's easy. It's doable. Regular schmegular people, much like myself, are doing it every day. So in today's episode, this is the question we will be answering. Mia, you've been talking about investing and it sounds good. I want to start investing and building wealth. But how do I get to the point of even having the money to be able to invest? In one episode, you said it takes real money to make real money on the market. Well, what if I don't have real money right now, but I want to invest? Can I? Guys, I am in love with this question. In love. If you can relate, please stay tuned and don't feel bad. Listen, people. I never want you to feel bad about your financial circumstances. That's why I'm here, to help. If you didn't know how the stock market works, I promise you were not the only one. If you didn't know that trading is not the same as investing, you're not alone. It is nothing to be ashamed of. So if you're in the category of wanting to invest but not knowing how or you think you can't afford it, this episode is for you. Let's do it. So by now, we should know the difference between trading and investing. And investing with little to no money is what we are talking about today. Not only is it less risky and oftentimes more profitable, but investing is also easy and doable even on a small budget. And that's where we want to start, with a budget. If you don't think that you can afford to invest, then the first step that you should make is establishing a budget so that you will know exactly how much money you are making and where it is going. It's actually likely that you are able to afford more than you think. Guys, hear me out. A budget is not boring. It does not stifle you. It does not keep you from living and enjoying your life. It's actually the opposite. Budgets give you the freedom to enjoy your life and spend freely without worrying about overdraft fees or your card being declined or relying on credit cards. So start with your income. This is how you build your budget. You start with your income. How much money do you make every month? Write it down. Now add in your necessities. We're trying to figure out how much you have available to invest. So right now, we don't want all of your expenses. We just want the must pays like your rent or mortgage, insurance, gas, groceries, childcare, utilities, debt payments, those type of things, only the necessities. Now at this point, you should have excess. When you're looking at your income and you're taking out your necessities, you should have a little money left over after you subtract your necessary expenses from your income. Now, if you don't have any excess, if you don't have any money left over, then that means that you are living your life on the edge, okay? There is some serious paycheck to paycheck action happening right now, and that needs to be addressed before we start investing. I will look into additional sources of income to help while also trying to see where you can cut back. I know gas and groceries, It just may be very hard to reduce those right now, but it won't hurt to look there. I'd revisit insurance rates. You may be paying more for car insurance or home insurance than you should be, so check that. 
Um, if you have debt payments, then paying them off should be a definite priority. As soon as you get rid of any of those bills, especially those credit cards or loans, that's automatically freeing up money that you can use to start investing. But what a lot of people will find after they subtract their necessary expenses from their income is that they have more money than they thought. Because they didn't have a budget, they didn't realize that they were throwing money away on eating out or Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime subscriptions. You can't have them all, okay? Starbucks, bank fees. Y'all, let me tell you something. Bank fees, like overdraft fees, any type of usage fees, they are so unnecessary and they are eating up money that you're not even aware of. It's like you're just so used to seeing the bank fees come out that you think that they're necessary and they are not. So stop wasting money on bank fees. Once you see where your money is going, and just how much excess you have, it is now time to figure out how much you are willing to sacrifice in order to start investing. And for those who will tell you that cutting out small expenses won't help, the lie detector determined that's a lie. You can start with as little as $100 a month. That's only $25 a week. And I'm sure there's a lot of us that know exactly where we can stop wasting $25 a week. Here's a little motivation. Let's do the math. If you're 28 years old and you start investing $100 a month at an 11% return rate, you could have almost half a million dollars by the time it's time to retire. And as you make more, as you get rid of more debt, you can invest more and that number will increase. Or you can decide that you want to retire early because now you've invested and saved enough for that to be a possibility. The key to investing and building wealth is to plan, consume less, and just invest. Now that we've established a budget, that's your plan, we see where to cut expenses, consume less, and now we can start investing. And the first place that I would recommend you start is with your employer. Look, for all of the hours and all of the days of our lives that we give to someone else's company and their agenda, we should benefit more than just a paycheck, okay? Your paycheck should not be the only thing that you're working for. Where are the benefits? If your employer offers a retirement investment plan and you are not contributing to it, then you are missing out on the easiest investment method available to you. If you don't have an employer-sponsored option, then you have to find a bank or brokerage and establish an IRA that way. And we'll walk through those steps in just a second. But if your employer offers retirement investing in the form of 401ks, 403bs, a TSP, any of those options, all you have to do is enroll in your company's plan, set up contributions, and pick your investments. By setting up automatic contributions, the money is invested automatically with each paycheck. That means that you don't have to worry about seeing it in your bank account and all of a sudden some new shoes are the priority and that's more important than investing. I know how hard those life choices are to make, so nope. The same way they take out taxes without you seeing it, you let them know how much to invest and guess what? Now you're investing. Now you're accumulating wealth and saving towards retirement. All you need to do is make sure that you select investment options that you can allow to sit without constantly checking and just know that you're earning more even after you clock out. 
Now, a few things for those who may not be sure how to go about doing this. First off, you want to make sure that you are eligible. So if you find out that your employer offers retirement investing, then just check their eligibility requirements. Some have age restrictions, um, others have employment terms, like you have to work for them for a certain amount of time before you start taking advantage of that benefit. But once you know that you are eligible, then sign up, my friend. Sign up with a quickness. Even if you don't think you can afford it, signing up for it doesn't take any money out of your account. But when you are ready, it will be ready. So take that first step and sign up. Contact your HR team today. Now, once you know how much you want to start contributing, what percentage of your income you want to invest, you will have the option between Roth and traditional. I feel like I've made so many posts, so many posts, blogs, videos about this that everyone should know. But if you don't, I don't like to tell people what investment choices to make, like specific investments, put your money here, put your money there type advice. But I am unapologetic about this because it is rooted in pure facts. Make Roth contributions, period, point blank, poo. Here's the deal. With traditional investments, you don't pay taxes. Ooh, see, a lot of people right there are like, okay, I'm gonna do traditional because I don't wanna pay taxes. But let me tell you where they get you. You don't pay taxes today, so you feel like you're winning. But let's say you work for 30 years, and for 30 years, you invest $250 every month. That's $90,000 that you contributed in 30 years. And with an 11% return rate, you will have earned over $600,000. So the total amount in your investment account is a little over $700,000. But because you made traditional contributions, you will pay taxes on every penny of it. The money you put in it and the money you earned. But with Roth contributions, you pay taxes today, which I'm sure is why people are like, uh, not Roth, but you only pay taxes today. You see less money in your paycheck today so that when it's time to retire, that entire $700,000 account balance is yours tax-free. With Roth contributions, you do not pay taxes on the money you earned. You pay today's tax rate on the $90,000 you contributed, but the $700,000 that you earned is yours tax-free. Seems illegal, doesn't it? But it's not. And that's why broke people get mad at rich people for not paying taxes on all of their wealth. But you can't be mad at somebody for working the system the way it was supposed to be worked. Take the L today so that you can walk away with the bigger W tomorrow. But here's the thing, with traditional investments, it's not just that you pay taxes on what you put in and what you earned, but you're now in a higher tax bracket. So they're really getting you. When you were working, you may have been in a much lower tax bracket, but now you're pulling from this six-figure account, so now you're gonna pay those six-figure taxes. Just choose Roth, okay? Choose peace, no chaos, no violence here. Go with the Roth account, pay the low tax rate today, and get your money later tax-free. So, now that decision is made. The second most important step is to actually select the investments. The point is to choose investment options that will grow exponentially over time. Depending on your employer, you may have a lot of options, which may make it more difficult. I love my particular plan because the options are few. I don't like having too many choices. Um, I sat with a client to go through their Fidelity investments. Pages, y'all pages of choices so i understood her frustration 
Me, personally, I invest in multiple index funds, growth, aggressive growth, and international. But once that's done, you're done. You're investing. You are saving for retirement and building wealth. You can sleep even better tonight, especially if your employer offers a matching program. If you're not taking advantage of this, then you're not just missing out on easy investing. You are literally turning down free money. Yes, I know they say nothing in life is free, but this is free. If your company offers to match a certain percentage of your income, I know some companies match up to 5%, others up to 6 It really just depends. But that's even more money that is invested on your behalf for your benefit that's not coming out of your paycheck. Your company is putting this money into your investment account for you. So at least try to invest enough to max out the match. But if you don't have a 401k, a TSP or 403b or any other investment option plan offered by your employer, you can still invest. And I'm not talking about Acorns or any of those other random apps that make you feel better. I'm not here to make you feel good, okay? I'm here to make you rich. And if you want to invest, then your second best option is to open an IRA account. The hardest part about this, in my opinion, is um, choosing a bank or brokerage. There are just so many options. You've got Fidelity, uh, Charles Schwab, Merrill Edge, which I think is Bank of America now or with Bank of America. I think they've partnered. Several credit unions offer IRAs. So you have options and that's a good thing. It means you have less, ex uh, less excuses to make this happen. When picking an institution to set up your IRA, you want to consider the cost. Nobody thinks about the cost to invest. I did a YouTube video comparing mutual funds to index funds. Because of the way mutual funds are managed to achieve certain goals, they charge more in fees. Now, I'm not saying go with the cheapest option because you're going to get what you pay for, but you want to make money with investing, not pay money in management fees and account fees. You also want to look into investment minimums. Some brokerage accounts require certain minimums, so you wanna go with one that suits you as a beginner investor. Now, don't let these terms deter you. Just find one that works for you. And then you also want to make sure that you will have access to at least multiple index funds, ETFs, and mutual funds as investment options. Again, you want to go with the Roth IRA. And for my business owners and self-employed professionals, there are SEP, S-E-P IRAs that will specifically benefit you. Now, once you know who you want to open the account with and the type of account that you want to open, it's smooth sailing from here. Just open the account. Oh, and get started. It can be as easy as setting it up online. If you want a more hands-off approach, then you may prefer to work directly with your brokerage. But either way, establish how much you want to contribute. The annual limit for IRAs this year is $6,000. That's no more than $500 a month. Um, if you're 50 years or older, then it's um, up to 7,000 to allow you to catch up. Now, if I didn't mention this before, the 401k and TSP contribution limits this year went up to $20,500. You could invest at least $20,000 a year, which is great. Now, I know this particular um, portion of the course is for those who may not be able to afford or think that they can't afford investing. So this is when you are starting off investing. But $20,000 a year, that is something to build towards. I actually helped a client reach that goal and it was one of the most amazing phone calls. 
I think I've ever made. To sit and walk through with a couple, to let them know that if they were to continue on the plan that we established, that they were guaranteed to be multi-millionaires, even if they decided to cut back on their investments in the future. This is some good stuff, guys, and you wouldn't believe Honestly, just the sheer joy I feel in helping people realize financial goals they didn't even think possible for themselves. So today you may look at your account and feel like I don't have enough to invest. And hopefully after listening to this podcast, you'll know, okay, yeah, I can do this. I can start investing. Start small. You have to start somewhere. And at some point, if you can get to the point where you're maxing out your IRA or maxing out your 401k, you guys, that is a phenomenal goal and it's doable. But finally, the last step is to choose your investments. Your options, again, include stocks, bonds, index funds, mutual funds, EFTs. Again, my personal favorite is index funds. And I already told you that I I invest in multiple. The market is hurting my feelings right now. I'm not going to lie. But I know that it's going to turn around. And that is what I am looking forward to. In the meantime, this wraps up another episode. I am so sorry that it was delayed, but I do appreciate your understanding. If you don't follow me on Instagram, then you should. You are missing out on some great financial guidance, advice, life hacks, life lessons. You can find me at Mia underscore reveals underscore YT. My website serves as a hub for everything that I have to offer with some new goodies coming soon. So go check it out, MiaReveals.com and my YouTube channel for when I do finally publish again. (laughs) Mia Reveals. Until the next time, family. Good night.